Hi everyone, welcome to the School of the Mighty Community. I'm Tori. I'm Ben. And we wanted to let you know that each week we're going to be connecting with you guys as part of our free community, just sending out a audio recording where we just discuss a relevant topic connected to being a mighty man or woman of God in today's culture. And we just want to, whether we're encouraging you or just sharing some practical tips or whatever that might look like, our, our desire here is for you to just feel encouraged and be empowered and ignited as a mighty man or woman of God. And in modern society today, uh, we just really strongly believe in that. And then again, we're gonna share uh, maybe some biblical encouragement, scripture, life application, a challenge for how you can maybe take what we say into your your community and really release the atmosphere of heaven, the things of heaven and, and, and show people the kingdom, right? Show people uh, the nature of God. And then again, just friendly reminder, if you are part of this community, you're getting these for free, but if you want to upgrade to our paid community, that's where you can comment, that's where you can connect with each other and chat, and that's where you'll get access to any curriculums that we've created any courses, educational things like that. So, all right, let's go ahead and dive in. Yeah, I mean, the, the point of doing these things is to take what we're learning and what we're reading in the Bible and the character examples that we're seeing there and apply them to day-to-day -day life. Yeah. There's no point in sitting here and studying this stuff when it has no real-world application. Yeah. And we live our lives just kind of well, however we see fit in the moment, and and we don't take what what god has seen fit to record right and use that as a template for what our lives are supposed to look like I and mean, that's yeah. what the word of god's for is to live by it isn't just to memorize yeah or just go to church on a sunday right right yeah. and i mean i think a lot of christians lose sight of that um that's why the church by and large in a lot of ways especially in the united states uh, tends to be powerless because we we've got ourselves in this like groove way of thinking where it's let's let's just learn about stuff and hear motivational speeches at church on Sunday mornings right. and then the rest of the week you're kind of just living however you see fit and yeah. it, you know but um yeah so that was the point of of why we do these and really we wanted to just take things that we see or are experiencing ourselves um or whatever and apply those to what a mighty man or woman would be doing in those situations or, or how we're supposed to be living in the current climate of our world right now. Yeah. And um, so really today what we wanted to talk about a lot was um, courage and the idea of fear gripping and, and just really stripping us of power and strength. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it goes without saying that the mighty men and King David, um, I, it, it the Bible portrays them anyways as men who never had fear. Mm -hmm. That it was like guys that would just go straight to a battle without hesitating, especially the mighty men. It isn't recorded anywhere that any of them were ever afraid. Um, David, we know, was afraid from time to time because of some of the stuff he wrote in Psalms. There's some Psalms yeah. there where he's asking the Lord, like, save me from my enemies. Like, yeah. you know, I, my bones are aching from the inside because of. How, you know, my heart is being torn apart because of the situation I'm in and, you know, spare me, don't let them get me. And yeah. And, and, and that kind of thing. And I don't, I mean, there's not a person on earth that can't relate to fear. Right. And there's not a person on earth that can't relate to 
situations or scenarios in our lives where fear grips us so completely that it feels like we're just paralyzed. Right. Yeah. It's when you have major things that are unknown and that's, that's where it easily pops up. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, what you just said there, I, I think, I think that, I think that's the funny thing is about that is that we, but I, cause I know I'm this way. If, if the fear of the unknown is far more terrifying than the known. Yeah. I think when you know what's coming or know what's going on very clearly, yeah. there can be a level of fear. But the idea where you just have no idea yeah. what's going on. And so your imagination runs rampant with yeah. every possible bad scenario about mm-hmm. a situation. Um, even at the airing of this right now, there's stuff that we're currently going through that it's just like, what is going on? And, yeah. it, and it has this tendency to really grip you with yeah. anxiety um, with worry, you know, uh, I, I would think that a lot of you out there listening right now have, have, can totally relate to this, this statement, but you, even when you're going through a situation and your mind and your spirit are talking to the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit saying, there's no reason to fear. I'm with you. No matter how this turns out, I'm with you. I'm not going to desert you in this. And your mind knows it. And your mind believes it, but your body betrays you. Right. And you you get the anxious sweats, you get the heart palpitations, mm-hmm. you get the butterflies in your stomach, you get the you know what I mean? And it and that's frustrating yeah. when your body won't believe what your mind or your spirit are believing. Right. You know. And everybody's been there. Sure. And even and even maybe even right now, some of you listening right now are feeling that right now mm-hmm. with something you're going through. And um, like I just said, we're going through that about yeah. some things. And so we thought it would be fitting to talk about that. How, how do mighty men and women face that stuff? Because it's not anti-Christian no. to have emotions, A, and B. It's mm-hmm. a, like, yes, we can, we, being a believer does mean that we walk in a supernatural authority and we can command our body to be in alignment with certain things. But that doesn't mean that it instantly always takes effect. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong or you're, you're not taking your authority or however you want to say this, right? I think we get overly weird and spiritual with stuff. Mm -hmm. If our body, if we have pain or symptoms or things like that, and we, we start to question, am I, am I doing this right? Or right. There's all of these weird things that we can get into Mm -hmm. once we start to see the supernatural and experience that. Uh, because we, you know, and it's easy to, we've talked about this before, but again, we're not immortal. We do still have a, yeah. <laughs> a tent, a fleshly tent. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things we can't explain. We just have to live from that place of knowing that God is constant. He doesn't change. Yeah. Uh, we're able to release life into every situation, which means emotional, physical, spiritual. Uh, but, but yeah, it's just, it's okay to, to have things that, aren't always feel good. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a biblical precedent, uh, all the way through the old and new Testament about not being afraid. Yeah. I mean, there's more verses about that than the majority of topics in the Bible. Yeah. There's only a handful of topics that have more verses. Right. You know, love being one of them. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that, I mean, everything from Joshua one, be strong and courageous. Every Christian knows that verse. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Yeah. Um, or Psalm twenty-seven, fourteen. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Um, why are those verses in there? Because every human being gets afraid. 
Yeah. It's normal. It's, it's That's the normal thing. It's the Lord constantly encouraging, not rebuking, mm -hmm. encouraging. Be strong in this. Be courageous. You know, the, the biblical precedent of, of being courageous and having no fear um, is there because our... It, we're we're prone to feel that way about everything. Yeah. So God being our creator knows that and he isn't we have this tendency to like subconsciously think that he's up there shaking his head in disappointment at us all the time. Right. And like when he's we so are good. and like you said you nailed it when you said we feel emotions. You know, Christians have this tendency to think that we have to be robots. Yeah. And that emotions are detrimental to us. That it's a it's we're flawed somehow when we feel. Yeah. Right. You know. And then on the flip side, too, whenever we see these people who we would classify as modern day or, you know, biblical mighty men or women thinking, well, I'm not like them. They're they're They were they were fearless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to remember that the Bible, the Bible like, tells us the edited version of their lives. Yeah. It's the things the mo that stand out the most in their lives that that God wants us to know that that are recorded. Right. We're not seeing them flipping out at any given moment. Right. We're not seeing them getting frustrated, sad, right. depressed, um, all those things. They're, every once in a while, the Bible holds something like that in account and will tell you about it. But you're not seeing them day in and day out. Just like the big names in Christianity today, if you want to even lean into celebrity issues of Christianity, which has a whole other podcast. Yeah. But, you know... Any anybody can have it held together for an hour on on stage. Yeah. Anybody can have it held together for two hours on a video, or yeah. you know what I mean. You have no idea what these people are experiencing and living day to day at home yeah. with their families, with their friends, with their yeah. kids, with their spouses, with the, you know whatever. And so we watch that and we think, man, I wish I could be like that. And it's right. like you don't know what they're doing. They just have it together right now. Or or you on know? the other side, it's. They've battled, they've encountered fear constantly, but I've realized that if I, if I agree with it and stay mm -hmm. in this place, then, then nothing will happen. But if I push through it anyways yeah. and trust the Lord, even if I am freaking out right now, even if I don't know what mm -hmm. will happen, but if I just decide to be resolute and continue, that's what that's what it happens. That's what happens when you are courageous. Yeah, I mean, that's the biblical precedent. All the way through Old and New Testament is is uh, personality and after personality um, being impacted by the power and love of God and being used by God in some form or fashion that transcends earthly courage. Yeah, where God God reassures them to the point where it's like I am with you. Yeah, that shouldn't be all you need to know. As all I'm with you, you know, and I mean everybody from David and Goliath to Daniel, to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, to Esther, uh, Ruth. I mean, just on and on where God puts them in these situations where they have to be courageous and they rise to the occasion. Terrified. Half the time complaining. Yeah, half the time complaining. <laughs> or why, like Moses tried to weasel his way out yes, of it. No thanks. Uh, I can't do it. I stutter. Yeah. And then the whole rest of the story, there's not one account of Moses stuttering. Yeah. Like it's looking for opportunities, some of them, to get out of the, the thing, but rise to the occasion anyway. Gideon hiding in a wine press when the angel of the Lord shows up and calls him a brave man. You know, it, God has this tendency to call us into a courage that we don't even know we have. 
yeah, call us into our potential. Yeah, exactly. And it, and and he still does that. And lets us decide. Like we, he's like, you can agree with who I made you to be over here, mm-hmm. and and this is this is who you are. This is your identity. Right. Or you can stay in that space of lies and not even really know what will happen. But you don't know unless you try. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, uh, really, really, if we're going to go into practical living in terms of like how to live this out in real world scenarios, when we're gripped with things that are utterly terrifying to us. I, first of all, I think what immediately comes to mind is I think that there's a the big difference between courage and fearlessness. Yeah. Because fearlessness is, I'm so confident in who God is for me in this situation that I don't even experience fear right now. Right. I just know God's with me. I just know he's got this. Or I'm just, or, or like kind of like, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're getting thrown into the fiery furnace because they won't bow down to an idol. Mm-hmm. And they say to the king when he's about to execute them, like, we, we hold, I'm obviously paraphrasing here, but we're holding on, we're holding on to our, our, our Lord and our God. And we believe that he's going to save us from the furnace. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, we're still going to worship him anyway. Yeah. We're still going to follow him anyway. That is fearlessness. That isn't even having anything to do with showing courage that's just i know god is for me so, to the to the point where i'm not even experiencing the symptoms of fear right that 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 reson that that account resonates with the new testament verse where god the, the lord didn't give us a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind yeah Th- those guys exhibited those three things in that moment yeah power love and a sound mind it was like they were thinking so clearly and moving in such power in that moment I'm, you know, it left that king speechless, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then sure enough, they prevail in that too. Yeah. God puts them in the furnace and they survive it without harm. Right. And it converts the king. Right. Like it's an incredible it, mo- moment, but there's a difference between that fearlessness and courage, which is I'm scared to death, but I'm going to step up anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I'm experiencing the symptoms of fear. I'm feeling some things, but I'm going to do what God wants me to do, regardless yeah. of how I feel. Right. I think that's the difference. It, it's one of my f- favorite quotes. John Wayne said it. He said, courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. Yeah. You know, which is a great quote in and of, of itself. But for those of you who don't know this, I thought this was fascinating when I found this out. But John Wayne, out of all the dozens and dozens of Western movies that he did, which was what he's predominantly known for, being a Western American hero, he was scared to death of horses in real life. Yeah. And every movie he would film, have to get on a horse or lead a horse around, and hated it, scared to death of them. Yeah. So when you hear that quote, courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway, he meant it literally. Like for him, it's, I got to get in the saddle. Every time I'm scared, every time I do it anyways, and every time I have to play it off as if I was born in the saddle, Mm -hmm. as if I was made for this, you know? Right. And I think that's a huge, huge thing. I mean, in terms of message, a message to us from the Lord, even from what at the time wasn't a godly source. Right. You know, Um, I mean, what's great is that Billy Graham led him to the Lord at the end of his life. Yeah. (laughs) The Duke, you know, but, um, Really what we have to decide, we ultimately decided for ourselves is in trusting the Lord, being in practically living this out, you know, who is God? What is he trying to be for you in that situation? 
And can you, are you letting yourself see him clearly in that situation or are you letting fear cloud what you see? Yeah. True. You know, it, Paul, Paul puts it great in a great way where he said, you know, when we look through a mirror dimly, we can kind of see it, you know, and um, I know, I know when I've been just terrified of things in the past, it's, you know, it has this way of skewing reality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was Bill Johnson or Chris Valentin. I don't know. One of those Jedi masters in the faith that, that said, <laughs> that said faith is, or fear is putting your faith in the wrong God. Yeah. It's like, cause you have to have a lot of faith for, in, in, in the wrong thing for fear to grip you. Right. To live you're by like, fear. Right. You're to live by fear is another faith thing. It's like, I'm going to believe that the worst things are going to happen. Right. And, <laughs> And so you think a different way, your body experiences it in a different way. You're feeling all the feels and all the symptoms of fear because you're invested in that belief that something bad is all is going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what if you don't choose that? Yeah. You know, and I'm preaching to myself here. Yeah. But it's, yeah, me too. You know, what if we don't choose those things? I think some, some things to kind of go along with that too is, uh, because so much of this, it's always going to, before we take any action, it's always going to start in our mind. And so if this is something that you have a hard time with, it is so radically important to surround yourself with people who can help you see the difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about you, but I've definitely had friends that if I speak something out of fear and they agree with me, it's likely that I'm going to live my life mm -hmm. in the way that is not of God. It's right. going to be fear driven. Whereas if I can have someone who in the moment, um, for example, like I know like you and I, babe, we, you do that for me. I try to do that mm -hmm. for you. Yep. And it's even if you're, you make me angry in the moment or it's not necessarily something I want to hear. It's something I know I need to right. hear because it's not wrong to reach out for help in those moments because it's before we take the action, right? Before we allow the, the lie to become the thing that dictates our future. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I think it's a very, I think we, I mean, we all need that. We all need reassurance from people. We all yeah. need um, to be surrounded with a supportive community or network of people that all trust the Lord yeah. in the situation, even when you can't, Yeah. you know, or you won't in that moment to help kind of, you know, kind of similar to the Israelites going to war. And, and as long as Moses's arms were up holding his staff, they would win. If his arms lowered, they would lose. And here comes Joshua, or, you know, here comes these guys that are standing on either side of Moses and they're holding his arms up when his strength fails him. He yeah. can't hold his arms up anymore. So they hold him up. You know, everybody needs that Sam wise from Lord of the Rings where, Frodo's carrying the burden of the ring and it's just worn him into the ground and he's crawling now. He can't even stand up and Sam says, I may not be able to carry your burden, but I can carry you mm -hmm. and picks him up yeah. and carries him. Everybody needs that. Yeah. But I also think that there's a fine line between that and between relying on the support of people around you mm -hmm. and then letting that be your sole right. way of encouragement. And now you're not trusting in the Lord anymore. You're, you're, you need you people need to tell people you it's going to be okay. Right. Um, cause I think we, we have a tendency to slide into that. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I know I have, me I know, too. you know, where it's like, I need you to tell me it's going to be okay instead of, 
Lord, what are you saying to me in this situation? Right. Learning to hear from the Lord yourself. And also when you go deeper into that relationship with him, a lot of times it, he might, he might put you in a situation in which it's just you and him. Right. That's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of times the only place you're really going to be able to know that you know that you know. Mm-hmm. It's like I personally have found like when I've had, okay, when my, when my father died, when I lost a lot financially, when, like all the worst moments, I had the, the biggest decision in my life was to either run to other people, run to other things to fill that void, to yeah. numb me, to get those voices, to get those things, or to, to actually seek the voice of the Lord and register, okay, this is my responsibility to, to, to choose if he's good, what does that mean for this situation? And when he showed me and revealed it to me and reminded me, then I was able to carry that Mm -hmm. into every other future circumstance because I knew that he was not changing. Right. Right. So, I mean, the only way you can stay in that place and choose to have and choose to to be to have courage in a mo- in a particular moment is you have to and I know this is going to sound religious to some of you and it's going to sound like well I don't enjoy that at all but you got to stay in the word yeah you got to stay in the word you got to stay in prayer you have to you have to stick close to the one who gets you through it yeah which is Je- which is Jesus him. so you yeah. spend time with him yeah the more you do that his peace that surpasses understanding will pass over you but the yeah. But but if if it's just a matter of like, well, I have to go occupy myself. I have to go move around. I have to go, you know, try every other earthly remedy to help deal with fear. It, at best, it's a short term solution. Yeah. At best, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you want to have a courage that endures, it has to be supernatural, and it only comes from one person. Yeah, it's like you know? exactly. It's it's again. It's what you're saying. It's it's. Can I, would I do this? Like really the way to, to practically, if you want to say it this way, is to confronting fear. It's will I spend time with the Lord behind closed doors mm-hmm. and seek his face regardless of what people say, think, how many people see me, yep. um, or will I turn to something else? I think that fear really allows us to, it gives us an opportunity to, to really check in with our heart and see what we really believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of respect for people that are like utterly terrified of heights, and so they go bungee jumping, right? Or they are scared to death of stage fright, and so they get up and like do karaoke. Yeah, and they do it on purpose. Yeah, like I'm scared of this, so I'm going to do it until I'm not scared of it anymore. Yeah, you know, and and for those of you who are out there that are listening to this, that have experienced this, when you get free of fear in different areas, it is the most freeing feeling, right. the most liberating feeling. You and I were just talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Like I, I played soccer all my life, but I had deep fear and insecurity issues growing up. And I didn't realize how deeply that affected even something like playing soccer until years later when God had freed me of a lot of those fears. And then I played soccer again and realized, oh my gosh, like I'll take chances playing this, just this game, mm-hmm. just this sport. Mm-hmm. I'm taking chances and doing that and enjoying it on a level I never did. Yeah. Playing on a level I never did. I was infinitely better yeah and it wasn't like my skill had increased it was because something that was a detriment to me was now gone right and and then all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh this is a blast yeah you know yeah um and that trickles over into everything everything. i mean Mm -hmm. even like if you want to take it in the in the space of if you you know you you want to see people radically healed 
it's going to take courage to step out and go talk to someone and interrupt your day and your time and your schedule or to put them in a weird situation, right? I think a lot of times where we think, okay, you know, I, I, I don't really need to do that. I'll just pray for them over here. Right. And it's, what, well, what would happen? What's the worst that can happen? Somebody says, no, thank you. Or they even cuss you out, but then it's over after Yeah, I mean, our, our reluctance to get it, step into an awkward situation to just pray for someone on the, in the spot is nothing but rooted in fear. Yeah, and I've and been it, there time and time again. Oh, yeah, so everyone, everyone me, has. Like, you're not, we're not saying that. Yeah, we haven't everybody figured has. Out. We everybody don't. has. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, fear can be sneaky that way. Yeah. You know, but be encouraged. We just want to encourage you guys uh, as we wrap this up. Just again, I just want to encourage you to take a little look at Second Timothy 1 7 um, and study that out if you've never done that before. There's a lot in that one sentence that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Um, it's, it says a lot about what God has not done, yeah. but what he has done instead, and which is infinitely better. I haven't given you this spirit, but I've given you these three mm-hmm. power, love, and a sound mind. Study those out because um, the more that you can let the Lord speak to you, just even in that scripture, yeah, um, it'll unlock a lot in terms of dealing with fear on a day-to-day basis and yeah. how to be mighty above that. People, The world needs to see Christians who don't freak out at the drop of a hat like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. All they're seeing is a church that panics just as much as the rest of the world is. Mm-hmm. And they need to see, if you, they want to see mighty men and women rising up, they need to see people that can stand in the face of fear unshaken. Yeah. Um, so we just encourage you to do that. And uh, encourage you, if you're experiencing fear right now, we, we lift you up, we comfort you, um, and we encourage you to just trust that God is with you and he's for you. Yeah in the situation and facing that situation might possibly be the best thing right for you absolutely yeah i mean how how more how how much more so and how much bigger in the spirit will you be at the end of that situation Mm -hmm. than you are going into it so we just lift you up and and we pray in jesus name that god blesses you that he encourages you lord we ask that every person that listens to this that they're encouraged in their spirit that you give them your peace that surpasses understanding to stand in the face of fear, to give them courage on a level they never thought they had, um, or even take them into realms of fearlessness that that they didn't even know were possible. Yeah. Um, and that you champion them. The battle belongs to you. Um, so thank you for listening. We're excited to hear what you have to say. Please give us feedback. Yeah. Well, please hear, let us know what you're going through um, so we can engage in that way. And we'll see you next time. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.